Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Now, wait a minute. People that are on the Patreon knew this was coming. I put an embargo. You know when you put a press embargo yeah. on something? Uh-huh. And you say people are not permitted to discuss this until it happens, until the day that the embargo is lifted. Mm-hmm. We are lifting the embargo on Naomi Ekparagan, who guested on the Patreon uh, a couple of weeks ago. Here she is. Brian is out of town. She has generously agreed to do a free feed with me. And you know what? I feel Brian, I honestly feel he deserves this because he, <laughs> he thought he was going to be able to go out of town. We banked a bunch of episodes and he was going to be able to skate out of town without anyone even being any the wiser mm-hmm. on the free feed that he was out of town. As far as they were concerned, they were going to keep getting Brian, Ronna, Brian, Ronna, Brian, Ronna, Brian, Ronna, Brian, Ronna, Ronna, Naomi, Ronna, Naomi, Ronna, Naomi. <laughs> if you if you understand what I'm saying, and I think oh, you do. Oh, I absolutely do. Naomi Ekparrigan is my co-host today. Oh, and blessed to be back, honey. Carriage house sweetheart, MVP. <laughs> Absolutely the most in-demand and demanded guest host we have ever had. <laughs> poor Jessica St. Clair, poor Jason Manso, because people love Naomi Ekparagan. Have we ever had another one? Garode Farrelly. Yeah. Farrelly. I always say it wrong. I say Farrelly. It's Farrelly. Garode Farrelly was my co-host on Patreon. He'll be joining us on the free feed in the upcoming weeks, but he has never been a free feed co-host. So wow, this is a true honor. Your, put that in your pipe, as they say. <laughs> so good to How be back. How are you today, dear? Hot off the success of your David Letterman special. I don't mind telling people. Thank you so much. This is my time, where you got to sit down with. Con- I, do you know what I would do to sit down with David Letterman? My only fear is I'd sit on his lap. I know that's not very politi- <laughs> politically correct, but it could happen. I mean, I did want to hold his hand because we were like across from each other. And I just like wanted to like hold hands and just be like, David, you know, because it's like, when else in life? When, when else, else in life? are you going to be on a date with David Letterman? Exactly. Does he chatting with, we talked a little bit about this on the Patreon, but I need to know if chatting with David Letterman feels fun. You know, when you're having a great conversation with someone, you either you are sort of haphazardly seated next to someone at a dinner party. You yes. expect nothing, and you think that's a fun conversation. Probably how <laughs> it feels. Probably how it feels to talk to me. I would imagine it's fun. Absolutely, absolutely. I will tell you this. You know what I found? He seems to me he's a genuinely curious person. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. definitely, you know, you think of anyone, you know, a longtime comedian, you know, yeah. you ex- maybe like goofs, but he was really. Uh, genuine and earnest. Like, for instance, I said to him at one point, I was like, we're just going to be two gals having a kiki. Yes, that's what I said, Rana. Does he know what a kiki is? He goes, what is that? He was like, he's like, what is a kiki? And then I was like, you know, like a a chit chat, a little gossip. And he was like, 
did you make that word up? And I was like, no. And he's like, where did it come from? He like became very fascinated by Uh the word itself, Uh which to me is a perfect example of where he's coming from. It's like, break it down for me. Do we know how he's spending his time? We do not. We absolutely do not. I think, honey, he's like on what? On his property with his two giant dogs. Yeah. And I think he is just. Do you know what kind of dogs he has? Did he tell you? I don't know the breed, but he said they were like 90 pounds. So it's was like, was what are they? Like a Mastiff? Was there any, Mastiff's probably bigger than that. Did, yeah. Were there any secrets that you thought you learned that you thought, I'm going to remember to tell people David Letterman drinks Diet Coke, only <laughs> Diet Coke, or whatever it is? I could not get anything. You know, you know, I was like in the dressing Does room he looking still, for Was clues. he wearing jeans and sneakers? Jeans. He was giving us a jeans and a tee. He was giving me almost like fit Vermont dad energy. Right. Where did, like, you, where did you record this? The Fonda Theater in Hollywood. Okay. Mm-hmm. So never been. Me, I'd never been either. And like so many places in LA, I thought it had. I thought it was like shut down because oh, every time outside. you drive by that place, you think there couldn't be anything going on there. I know, and it was yeah. beautiful and packed inside. Um, How so, many people in the audience? Oh, I don't know. I think it might have been like nine hundred seats. Oh, really? It was a big one. It was a big wow, one. Yeah. Wonderful. Full mezzanine too. Yeah. So it was Exciting. pretty it was pretty packed. Yeah. And uh Well, you know, I can't encourage people enough. What I want everyone to do, I said this on the Patreon. I'm gonna say it now, but I really mean it. I really, mm-hmm. really mean it. Sometimes I say things and I want <laughs> people I want people to do them and I mean it. I don't say it if I don't mean it, but I get upset, you know, I let I let it go that I know that they're not gonna do exactly what I want them to do. I want them to write. I want them to subscribe. I want mm-hmm. them to review, pardon me, because I want Asha well, it costs them nothing but mm-hmm. about thirty seconds, not even ten seconds, two seconds if they're already in the app. And it <laughs> means everything to the show. Right. And what I want them to do is I want them to go on to Netflix. I want them to hit play on your episode specifically of this special. And I will be honest with you, Naomi, I would prefer that they watch, but I could kill less if they don't. Absolutely. Because that is the world we're living in. It Mm -hmm. matters. If you have sat here, if Naomi has made you laugh or even placed a wry smile on your face (laughs) while you you have listened to this show, because she's been on a few times, pardon me. Uh huh. Please do me a favor. Step outside of yourself for two seconds Thank and you. just go do that thing for me because the the algorithm means everything. Then Naomi can become a huge star. And when she's the queen of Netflix, she can make sure I ask Ronnie gets her own their own show after that. Absolutely. She'll be, the queen, she'll be the queen of Netflix then. And she'll be able to say, how has no one plucked Ronna Gleckman out of obscurity to give her a show? That's the only, it's completely self-interested. It's the only <laughs> reason that I'm doing it. It is now, step I one. I really, really want journey. people to step up a little bit here and do that. It's nothing. I'm asking you nothing. I right. don't care if you don't watch it. Exactly. Exactly. I, I would say, care. I go press play, leave the room, honey. Have it on while you're vacuuming. Don't press care. Press play, take your dog for a walk. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't go do the laundry. I don't care. But if mm-hmm. you smart, you'll watch it. But I don't care if you don't. Yeah, I don't need you to be smart. I need you to follow directions. That's what I have to say about that. So listen to me. We're going to get right into this. Naomi is not only a dear friend of the carriage house, pardon me. She is a member in good standing. She signed up herself with mm-hmm. her own hard-earned Netflix money and Apple money. Pardon <laughs> me. I, I happen to know there's a lot of Apple money floating around that house. <laughs> 
and she used her own money, pardon me, to join the Ask Ron Social Club. She did not even write to me sniffing around for a discount. As everyone knows, sign up for three months, cancel any time, or you can do the one-off. But I will tell you right now, if you do the one-off, you do not get the welcome gift. And the welcome gift is worth the whole price. Every penny. Every penny. Gorgeous, stunning, incredible, fabulous. The best way to kick off your membership in the club. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's aisocialclub.com, or if you're Brian, it's aisocial.club. We have a bunch of fabulous comments here. Your comments mean the world to me. Please keep sending them. Rate, subscribe, review. I'm not kidding. It means everything to me, these comments. And I can tell people take the time. And I don't care if it's a line or a word or a whatever. They all mean so much to us and they help the show so much. But we're not going to read them today because I think it's inappropriate to make a guest read compliments. I think only <laughs> Brian and I should read compliments about ourselves. But what we do have is an incredible follow-up. Now, Naomi listens to the show, so she knows this. She knows all the references. She knows them. She's not yes. pretending here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. Do you remember? People will remember this because it was the sort of thing that sent us absolutely up in arms. <laughs> this was a classic cliffhanger. So this was the cliffhanger question that we read, and then we answered it on the on the Patreon, which is how that works. By the way, patreon.com slash askron. I do not know what people are waiting for. You're in the carriage house. I am because I need yeah. more. I need yeah. more. Twice a week is like literally like just when I start to go through withdrawal, Friday drops. I don't drops even know how back. you have the time to listen twice a week, but I'm so delighted that you do. We had a question about someone, about a guy, a gay best friend. He had a straight, a, a gay guy had a straight friend and that Mm -hmm. straight friend had a girlfriend Mm -hmm. and the girlfriend wanted to move in together. And he kept saying, how can I be a good friend to my friend? But what he was really saying was, I don't know why this guy prefers to spend all his time with me instead of with his girlfriend. Right. (laughs) And we were talking about how they lived, one of them lived in Studio City, I think, and the other lived in Culver City. And I said, they may as well live in London and Madrid. That they Absolutely. lived nowhere near each other as far as Los Angeles was concerned. Exactly. You're not so trying to we, make it work. You're not trying no. to make it work with that distance as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so we replayed this on the class of classic cliffhangers, which then inspired the letter writer to send us a follow-up. <gasps> Ooh. Hi, Rana and Brian with a capital Y. What a dream you read my letter on the classic cliffhangers episode. Just listening to run a pure Daniel was enough of a thrill, but to receive all of your insight on top of that priceless. Now, wait a second. That makes me think he didn't hear it the first time. Mm. Put a pin in him. Yep. As a refresher, I'm a gay man in mid in mid thirties who wrote in about my straight best friend and his frustrated girlfriend. who wasn't exactly pleased with how much time we were spending together. He lived in Atlanta Culver City, and she lived in Phoenix, Studio City. My question was, get the joke, that's how far apart they may as well have lived. My question was this, in the wake of feeling like I was in the middle, would it make sense to take a step back in my friendship with my best friend, in best friend, what is this talk? (laughs) This is some early 30s talk. He says he's in his mid-30s. My question this is this. early 20s talk, okay? Yeah. Would, would it make sense to step? How, why can't people say my good friend, my dear friend? Know, why do they have to say I my know. best friend? 
I know. In my friendship with my best friend, the interest of your best friend that you go rollerblading with. And <laughs> in the interest of his relationship with his girlfriend potentially growing stronger. What a magnanimous gesture. I know. <laughs> we, we absolutely scorched him for this. Well, Rana and Brian, in the time, which means, by the way, because it was a classic cliffhanger, so if people haven't heard this, they go back and listen to last week's episode. You get in the class, when we do a classic cliffhanger, you get some of the answers you don't get unless you're in the Patreon carriages. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then if you're smart, you sign up for the Patreon carriages. But there's so many people that are still not smart. It blows my mind. I know. I know. Well, why do you think COVID still exists? There's still (sighs) too many people who aren't smart. So true. Well, Ron and Brian, in the time between writing my initial letter and the two of you reading it on the podcast, they broke up. Mm-hmm. I was the first person he told, of, of course, as the best friend. And despite knowing that things weren't perfect between them, it still came as a bit of a shock. In mm. some ways, my initial instincts were correct. I could tell something wasn't right in their relationship. And I thought urging them to spend more time together might help solve things. Okay, Cruella. ultimately however i think it was a lost cause simply put he said he just wasn't in love with her anymore Mm -hmm. i don't think my relationship with my friend was the catalyst for the breakup but he did say that near the end he found himself wanting to spend more time with me instead of his girlfriend because of how fraught things in his relationship had become oh naomi you know women <laughs> oh, women are so, they're so high maintenance, aren't they? So complicated. And so they much want, drama. they just want and want and they want more of your time. <laughs> and they want you, they don't want you to hang out with your friends. And yeah, uh huh. <laughs> they don't want you to live with, the, with your friends. Our friendship remains unchanged. Mm. As for your instinct that I wasn't actually friends with my friend's girlfriend, well, we haven't spoken since they broke up. Love you both, Daniel. Oh, should have been signed. Here comes trouble, Daniel. <laughs> That's what it should have been signed. Oh my God! Well, we saw that a mile away. He yeah. didn't want to live near her. He was like, "You remember oh, that?" No. And he said, "Oh, yes. but I'm friends with both of them." Remember that? He said, he "I know." I remember the like, friends. I was like, "No, you are." And I not. went nuts. I went nuts <laughs> when he said that. And I remember that that question stuck with me, and I brought it up again on an episode a week later that I was, or it was in the Patreon, I guess, that I brought it up twice. I kept thinking about his little coy little game he was playing. So there we are. <laughs> I hope they're having fun rollerblading together from Culver City to Ma Vista or whatever they <laughs> Now, I am going to read the first letter. We're going to get straight into this. We don't have a guest today. We're the guests. We be are the guest, guests. Be our guest. Put our magic to the test, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I bet you know that whole song. Oh, I was into, I was into all things Disney. Are child. you a Disney? I was. I was definitely a Disney kid. I used to have the um, mm-hmm. the song, that, you know, we followed the bouncing ball and it would just be like a compilation of songs. Do you remember mm-hmm. from like Disney things? That was like very my thing. That's all I wanted when I was a kid. And did you have, when, how old were you went to Disneyland or Disney World? I don't think, I was maybe 11, 11 when I got to go to Disney for the first time. So you went when you were 11? Yes. Florida. And Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you oh, grew yeah. up in New York. It had to be Florida. Yep. It had to be yeah. the Florida one. I now, your mother this- believed in Disneyland. For some reason, I think that that board is on pagan idolatry for her and that she wouldn't be interested. <laughs> no, no, no. She's like, you know, she knew. Look, I was out here trying to be a little theater celebrity kid. She knew I loved all those things. And I think Were it was you like- doing auditions as a child? 
no, it's all I wanted. And she was like, absolutely not. Would you please yeah. learn to read and write? Yeah. Um, well, and you was, did very well. Thank you very much. I did do mother. my best. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, remember there used to be commercials for Disneyland all the time. And it was sure. like just such a thing. And so I think. Disney World. It's Disney World, World in Florida. Okay, the world then. But it was yeah. like, it was constantly like, you know, commercials for it were, it was like, can we please, can we please, can we please, you know? And oh, then they finally, still do like, that though, you know. Children are bombarded with, oh, are with they? Disney. Of course. And you know how much it costs to go to Disney now? About $8,000. I'm not kidding. I know the day pass, like just to get onto the park, I think it's like yeah. 200, 250, something like that. I have like, to no. tell you, it's one of the things in life that makes me sick to my stomach. Because when you go there, the people that are there, are so desperate to be there. There is so much pressure <laughs> to enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. And first, there's the pressure of wanting to enjoy yourself, meaning the fantasy of the thing. And right. then there is the pressure of we've spent the money. So yes. now we, yes. have to, we have to suck the marrow, squeeze the juice out of this day. Yeah. Whereas... If the price was a little lower, the stakes wouldn't be so high and the mania wouldn't be so high of the, right. of the feeling of being at the park. Pardon exactly. Because like everything needs to go perfectly and you can't wait because time is so precious. No, well, we, we can't do this. We da, get da, da, in this da, da. line and we said we do this at 11.15 and it's 11.45 and then sun burns and dehydration and churros and meltdowns. <laughs> and wait, that's what we- it is. I know we have a lot to get through, but can I just tell you about something I saw at Disney that I will never forget? And that 100%. was that was Goofy with his head off smoking a cigarette by a trash can. No, you didn't. <laughs> and you know you're not allowed to. They're not allowed. So this was like, he was obviously like on the edge, like in the back. Like he wasn't like out for everyone to see him, but I as a child walking through the lane but that caught is him. really, really uh, transgressive and illegal in the Disney universe. They have I tunnels know. under the park just so that you won't see something like that. I know, but I've never but, forget you know, it was a Goofy young guy. Wears that, he wears that vest, that waistcoat. So it doesn't totally if anyone was gonna smoke a cigarette, I can take it from Goofy more <laughs> than I more than I can take it from anyone else. So Rana, listen to this sound. <gasps> Does that put a smile on my face? What is that? I gotta tell you, Rana, this is the sound of another sale on Shopify. Uh The all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Oh, I know Shopify. We use it for Ask Rana Coffee. Of course we do. Among other things, yeah. We use it because it gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business so that upstart startups and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. So, Rana, we don't have to be a Fortune 500 company to do this. I'll tell you what, that's entirely true, because I'm on Shopify every minute. There you go. Trying to see where our sales are. I'm very involved, and it makes it so easy for me. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibilities, because believe me, what did we start selling on this podcast, Ron? I think we, our first thing we ever sold was maybe like a t-shirt. A t-shirt. And what are we selling now? Are you kidding me? Pardon me, we're selling uh, a cocktail club. Are you serious? In addition to our own beverage, a Negrana, our own personalized alcoholic beverage. In addition to our fabulous coffee, of course, which never goes out of stock. And Rana, I have a feeling we're not stopping there, because success- I wrote, I came up with this. Success is a million milestones on a forever evolving path. 
It sounds like you came up with that. Thank you. I did. Like Ask Rana, Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. So any size, you can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps like Facebook, like Instagram, like TikTok, like Pinterest and MOA. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. Rana loves looking at the numbers. Honestly, that sounds boring. I'll tell you something. If you're running a Shopify it's store, kind of a thrill. it is so exciting. I love looking at the chats. I love looking up the dates. I love looking and saying, well, this time last year, how did we do? Or this compared to this. I Absolutely. It's a Thrill. And as we grow, Rana, Shopify grows with us. It's more than a store. It's possibility powered by Shopify. So go to shopify.com slash askrana, all lowercase. Thank you. For a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Oh, forget trial. The second they try this, if they really have a business and something they're selling, you're in. There's no turning back. So grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash askrana right now. Shopify.com slash askrana. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. If you're that sort of person, I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. All right, let's get into it. We've got some fabulous letters today that I happen to know Mimi handpicked just for you because she's Mm -hmm. a big Naomi Ekparagin fan. And so she said, we've got to get the good juicy stuff. And I think think this one in particular is going to strike a nerve with you. So let's find out. Okay. I know you've got it. I know you've got an angle on this. You've got an opinion. You've got a take. Okay. So the pressure's on. This is your Disney. But I also just think... I think it's disgusting that anything could cost that much for a family to do. I really do. I know. I get it. I don't want to hear about inflation. I don't want to hear about anything else. I think it's appalling that you would charge any, even $50 a person is insane. I really, people, Mm -hmm. everyone thinks I'm a big snob and I don't care about money and da, da, da. Those people are crazy if that's what they think. Yeah. But- I find it so depressing that people work so hard all year to go on that trip. Yep. And it used to be even that you could get a pass for the year mm-hmm. so that if you went one day or 100 days, it was the same amount. And I don't think they even do that anymore. They won't. But I think so too, especially because again, right, you pay all that money to get there and then all they're doing the whole time you're there is trying to get more money out of you. That's the stuff I can't say. And it's like, you, you know, you've paid, as you said, you know, 200 bucks or more so to just get in the park. Expensive. And then they want to charge you $8 for like or a bottle of water. Or the line is so long, you can't even go on the game. They should limit the amount of people that are uh, in the mm-hmm. pack. But anyway. I know. Or you could do what I did when I had to take my nephew, which was, you know, I got the VIP guide and then you cut all the lines. Hey, well, exactly. We but even see, went exactly. into the, we even went into the uh what's it called? Soaring over California, something like this in the California mm-hmm. adventure. We went in through the outdoor. See? See? Dear Ron and Brian and worthy guest, fair enough. 
First time, long time. I love your show and your takes. These aren't just takes. <laughs> this isn't some sort of fun, you know, we're, we're putting right. some thought into this. Excuse right. Me. Passionate opinions. And I especially love your rapport. Oh, thank you. Your friendship from your mutual respect and comedic compatibility to the occasional intimate bickering. It all shines <laughs> through on the pod in such a joyful way. It's been Accurate. a pleasure to have your company and wisdom while driving to work or out for a jog these last few years. Thank you. Huh. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. The business. I am a lover of games, pretty much all games, card games, dice games, board games, word games, sports games, yard games, even drinking games from time to time. Excuse me. My wife, let's call her Mildred, hates them all. She doesn't like to compete with me or in general, but even finds cooperative games, solving a jigsaw puzzle, say, to be tedious wastes of time. She'd much rather listen to a podcast or scroll Facebook Marketplace. Oy, oy, oy. Exactly. This is my this is my demographic. I'll <laughs> go for a walk or watch hacks, not capitalized, or right. Saved by the Bell, also not capitalized, right. or enjoy a bowl of spaghetti. Then go, <laughs> then go near a game. What are these activities this person and is selecting? Well, because I love to do all those things too, alone and with her. But sometimes I want her to be my game buddy. Okay. I'm going to let that hang for a minute. (laughs) Mildred says she will never be that for me. It's not her thing. Mm -hmm. She encourages me to find a game buddy somewhere else so that I won't have to, quote, relentlessly bug her about it. She invokes you, Rhonda, to say that you'd advise the same thing. She even bought me a fancy video game console for my birthday a few years ago, which I felt too old for and ultimately returned, but which was very a very thoughtful gift. I don't think it was a thoughtful gift, for the record. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know you think I'm Team Mildred, but I just want to say that wasn't a thoughtful gift. That was a gift for her, not a gift for you. Interesting. Okay. For the most part, I am able to get my game fix outside of the marriage, whether... <laughs> Whether on my own with the daily crossword puzzle, 152-day streak as of today, with a chess-playing friend from time to time, a casual basketball game with another friend when the weather's nice, or with my sibs and parents. I don't like sibs as a word. (laughs) Game lovers, naturally, over a long board game around the holidays. But sometimes, especially when Mildred and I are on vacation and spending every waking and sleeping hour together, I sort of like, I I sort of like this guy now (laughs) for an extended period of time. I crave a diversion that we can enjoy together outside of our routine activities. I often ask for her to compromise on these occasions and try to find a game, any game that she might even (laughs) fake her way through enjoying for my sake. And on the rare occasion, she gives in, but usually with dragged heels. Oh, and on the rare rare occasion, she gives in, but usually with dragged heels and complaints throughout. My grandparents on one side played Scrabble well into their old age, and on the other side, it was casino until the end. And it just seems so nice, and I just want a slice of that with Mildred. I feel like I'm going to cry for some reason. Am I asking for too much? Am I a crazy or stubborn or insensitive or am I crazy or stubborn or insensitive to keep trying? Can you think of another approach? Perhaps a different perfect game to try? 
What's wrong with her? I thank you for all your help in this grave matter. Here's hoping. Call me Milton. And I think Milton is a play on Milton Bradley, by the way. I believe it. But can I say something? I'm so mad. Leave Mildred alone. Okay? You marry Mildred. Mildred told you who she was. Also, the shade of even choosing to name her Mildred feels a little like judgy. Like you oh, want me to think she's an old crone. lady. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You knew who Mildred was. Okay. <laughs> if you wanted to have this Tuesdays with Maury moment with your with your life partner, you should have you should have found her on a website for gamers. Okay, for board gamers because that's not who she is. Okay. Mildred's and I'm just a cat, and you're a dog. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Like, come be enter- entertain me slash be entertained with me. And Mildred said, I'm about to scroll to Marketplace. I'm about to watch one of my stories. I'm a yeah. Mildred. Okay. I'm very much a Mildred. Go get a Game Boy and do whatever. Go get a crossword puzzle and enjoy your time by yourself. Yes. Or like, I play. Okay. I'll tell you this, though, because I do play a lot of games on my phone, certainly uh-huh. more so in the pandemic. Do you? What are your games? Well, okay. I like a boggle. And with this boggle, you can okay. play with strangers, right? So you can pair up. You just like, it'll be like finding you a match, right? Words Any old friends, body. Those sort that of kind of vibe. And then you can play boggle. I'll do a candy crush. You know, something just almost just kind of use my, just yeah. like with my hands while I'm sitting there. But boggle's a fun one. There are ways you can get this fixed without trying to make Mildred someone she's not. And more not just quote unquote make her someone she's not. Without, you know, you are setting her up to disappoint you. And also setting yourself up to be disappointed or frustrated in her. And if y'all vibe on every other level, I understand games are part of your heart, but this is, I agree. Mildred said, get you a game friend. I'll tell you what I have in my relationship. Andy (laughs) is very into like, is into art house films. Okay. He loves an artistic moment. Okay. And I don't have the patience for it. Is that right? Absolutely. And I was a film major. It's not like, I just, they're just... What's a movie Andy loves that you're like, could you bore me more with anything in your life? Oh my God. What kind of a movie do you like? Let's put it that way. When it comes to a Marvel girl? Exactly. If I'm going to go to a theater, you want popcorn. I want popcorn. I want spectacle. I want a reason to be around other people Uh on a chair that may have bed bugs because there's something I need from that screen. (laughs) There's something I need from that experience. Did you see Top Gun yet? No, I did not. Okay. But I'm so not what, a Top Gun fan. But you know, I'm. You know, I went to see Jurassic. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I gotta. And get you're gonna that see the new one when that comes in. You like a little fright? Yes. I oh, like. I mean, anything where it feels like you need that, like collective view. Yeah. The light of sitting in pitch black. Everyone's you know, like, talking what, about it. You want to be part yes, of that? Yes. You like a blockbuster. Right. Whereas you know these like smaller. You know, slice of life, a mumblecore moment, or uh, something, yeah. you know, from another country where I'm going to be reading some subtitles. I yeah. do not need to be in the theater for that. Okay. I'll do that in my house. You will watch it with him at home, though. No. But if it were to be on, I would, and I was already sitting on the couch, I would continue to sit on the couch. Yeah, but don't invite me. No. And in New York, like he would go to the IFC theater, you know, the uh-huh. Angelica. I was like, I was like, yeah. go with your friend. He had like friends he would go do that with. And I was not the one. And it'd be funny because he'll come back and he's like, and I'm like, how was the movie? He goes, you would have hated it. And it's like, perfect. Bless. Yeah. He sees you, you see him. You got to have somebody. And this is something he does regularly. It's not like a little like, ooh. That is something he likes now, to do. Now, what I'm like, if Andy said to you, okay, okay, no problem. But 
when we go to Fire Island or the Cape or we go mm-hmm. to the Martha's Vineyard or we go to Vermont or we go to the Palm Springs or we go wherever <laughs> we go. Yep. Just you and me for our little weekend getaway. Mm-hmm. What if on Saturday night we watched a movie together? What would you say? And or would you still say, absolutely not do that with someone else? You're setting yourself up for disappointment? Or would you say, I can agree that when we go on our trip once a year, I'll, I'll watch a movie with you? Or on Christmas, whatever the day is. <laughs> the first night of Hanukkah, I will do it. I but will not do it But Christmas, we night. can do a double feature. I will go see one of your movies and go see one of my movies. I will do that. But I will also tell you. You won't oh, enjoy yeah, I, it. Exactly. And yeah. you need to be okay with that. And see, this is where it comes in. Where it's like, this is I'll what do I it. think the ultimate issue is here. You want her not to complain. Exactly. She has already, you want, your problem is you want her to enjoy it. She doesn't enjoy it. She has told you in no uncertain terms that she doesn't enjoy it. She is a cat. You are a dog. But she has conceded (laughs) to doing this with you. And I can understand. You know, I can and I can't. On the one hand, I can I understand the fantasy that you want. I want to play yeah. Scrabble until I'm 103 or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, 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 I get it. But I also understand her turning around and saying to you, well, I'm sorry, then you should have married Beth Ann. Exactly. If the thing exactly. you couldn't live without was yep. this, if this was your deal breaker, yeah. you married the wrong person. Right, right. But I don't, I also think... I'm of two minds about the complaining. To me, it's sort of funny that she complains the whole time. Unless she's really giving you a hard time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is you dragged me to do this and I don't want to do it. In which case, you really shouldn't be doing it. I don't know what this fantasy is that you want. Because you're not getting, no one is getting what they want in that scenario. Yeah. If she's making fun of it, but you're sensitive about it, that's another situation. Because Mm -hmm. then that's something you need to get over. If she's making fun of it because she really hates it, then we shouldn't be doing this because no one is getting what they want. You're not enjoying it. She's not enjoying it. If actually she sort of doesn't mind doing it, being dragged to do it once a year, blah, blah, blah. She's sort of funny making fun of it. You're a sensitive baby about it. Then you need, then you need to address that with yourself. I would say. Right. Right. She doesn't want to do this. She doesn't yeah. want to play games with you. It's yeah. wonderful that you have a passion for something and all of these other people in your life that want to do this, your family, your this, your yes. that. But I don't think it's terrible that once a year she has to mm-hmm. play Monopoly with you or whatever it is. I don't think that's too much to ask. Well, exactly. And I think also it's part of the ask of like, for instance, every now and then if you're like, can we play and you not bitch and moan about it? Like, because that's the ask too, right? It's oh, not. But don't ask any warm- other times. Well, there you when go. we go on vacation, right. there will be one game night. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Great. Of her choosing. And she yes. can say, I don't mind playing Uno for one hour. Mm-hmm. Whatever mm-hmm. it is. But enough of this BS, you're bringing her, you know, whatever, Settlers of Catan or this or that or whatever the next fun game is that you found. What's the one that everybody was playing forever? 
They that they bought the coffee shop in Los Angeles. The people that cards for humanity. Oh yes, this yes, yes, one yes, yes. that all of the you know she's not interested in the hot new game. She's not interested yeah. in playing one on one pickup horse basketball with you. Whatever, <laughs> whatever it is, she right. she can concede to one game a year or one mm-hmm. game per vacation of her choosing, yep. and she's allowed to bitch and moan during it as long as she's funny. And but, that uh, is the situation. But I think also too, because you know what she, because there's one thing that Milton says too, where it's like she doesn't like to complete compete with me or in general, but she even finds you know cooperative games like a jigsaw to be a waste of time. That makes me also think like, are you a real intense pain in the ass when it comes to games like oh, competition absolutely. games? Right? No question. So then that's the other part of this too. You got to say okay, if you really want your partner to partake in this, you're gonna have to calm down. Just well, by the way, the qu- my first instinct on all of this was the quickest way to get it to play is to stop asking her. And then she might <laughs> she, then she might actually offer you something as an olive branch to say, you know, eh, I know yeah. you love this. So on your birthday, we right. can play a game once a year. How does that sound? <laughs> but I think I actually think you're no fun. I mm-hmm. think you're having fun, but you're not fun to be around when you're playing these when games. When you're in the zone, you're exactly. too competitive, and you want her to chest bump with you, or, to, <laughs> or, or you want to razz her when she loses. Yeah. And she, is a, she is a cat, and you are a dog. She is a cat who does not want her flaws pointed out to her. She doesn't like the feeling of being competitive. She likes to go away and do her things. Right. And also, be good no at rules. them or not be good at them and rules. come back. She doesn't want to be put on yeah. the spot and you're driving yeah. her nuts. Yeah. <laughs> well, because all the things she likes, again, it's like with games where it's like, well, you have to do it this way. And if you don't do it this way, it doesn't count. Whereas like scrolling, watching your shows, there's no right or wrong. Well, and, and I, s- you know, look, like- my opinion of games is a whole other thing anyway. I mean, don't invite me to play a game unless you want to yeah. lose. That's the first thing. Okay. Are you serious? Are you serious? What do you go to a game? I don't play games, but if you invite me, I'm going to win. And that's... <laughs> And you have to be okay with that. Yeah. But don't invite me to play a fake murder mystery game like Mafia. Or I hate okay. you have to blink and then the other person who blinked in the group and who do you think <laughs> it is? That to- you know what I hate more than all of that? An escape room. Oh, pe- really? People think, oh, yeah. I think to my, you no, know, look, if I had to escape with my life, you can be sure I could get out of there. Mm-hmm. But what I don't have to do, I have enough epigenetic trauma, pardon Thank me, from, from years of, uh, you know, the Holocaust, right? and gulags, and purges, <laughs> and everything else, that I don't need to play a game where someone's trying to chase me out of somewhere yeah. and to persecute me. Thank you very much. But you can be <laughs> sure, if that were happening in real life, I'd figure that riddle out real fast. Right, right, yeah. right, right. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's nothing relaxing to me about them, but no. I'm also not, um, you know. But don't get my adrenaline up and then wonder why I absolutely decimated you. Because that's <laughs> what's going to happen. So don't invite me unless you unless you want to lose. Right, right. I'm terrific at celebrity. Dear Rana and Brian, you're going to read the next one, dear. All right. Dear Rana and Brian, well, that's not the case today, but stay with us. Yeah, okay? thank you very much. If, you've, if you're still listening, keep listening. Exactly. Unless, of course, you have, uh, you've turned off in order, in order to go hit pause and go watch Naomi's special. That's the only thing that I'll allow, yeah. Then we'll allow it, exactly. Yeah. Okay, go on. 
my best friend is moving to Germany for a man. She's been dating this man for two Speaking years. Speaking of, yeah. <laughs> I am happy for her that she has someone in her life and is brave enough to make this big change. Although I find this man annoying and argumentative, I am hopeful that she will have fun with this adventure. German. He's, <laughs> he's German. I hope that she'll have fun with this in- adventure. In other words, I don't think it's going to last. Exactly. That's what's yeah. funny to me. It's like, wow. Have a fun adventure. Yeah. <laughs> wow. She has lived, she has lived in Maine. She's calling her life decision an adventure. <laughs> Her long-term relationship. Yeah. An adventure. Yeah. She has lived in Maine for the past four years, and we usually got to see each other twice a year when one of us makes the journey north or south. She asked me to take her pet bunny because no one else was willing to take it. I hesitantly said yes. I do not dislike bunnies, but I prefer pets with a little more personality. Well, that's funny to me because it's true. (laughs) My partner and I have two cats. Bunnies have about two speeds. Which are hyperspeed and no speed? Cute and nervous. Those are the two speeds. That's all. That's what you get from a bunny. They're always cute, but then they get nervous. And then you have to worry about it. Did I spook the bunny? Oh, Lord. Yeah. My partner. Well, I fight a flight. I mean, they're, they're the ultimate prey bunnies. That's what they are. Mm, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, that makes sense. So their poor nervous systems are up and down all the time. Yeah. My partner and I have two cats. She asked me if I wanted to come up for a last visit. I could have a nice weekend with her and then take the bunny home. The drive is seven hours, but I've done it many times before. Upon arrival, I see a beautiful engagement ring on her finger. I congratulated them both, and I'm very excited about this news. Mm. Until, Mm. in all caps, honey, she and I go to dinner later that night, and she discloses that she bought the ring with her own money, and he will pay her back. Ooh, that took my breath away, honey, speaking of Top Gun. Oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This seems reasonable enough, but she then mentions that he goes around the office where they work and tells everyone a big, elaborate proposal story that didn't happen. Mm. She told me this makes her sad. Sorry, the office where they work? They work. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Fast forward to the day before I'm that. Where's your pen? Have you got your red pen with you today? Circling. By the way, you do not. I'll tell everyone in this podcast right now. You don't want your paper graded by Naomi Ekparagon. <laughs> Were you ever a TA or a section leader or anything like that? I yeah. was. I, bet I was. You and it started from a young age. Do you know in fifth what grade? What was the class? Po- yeah, I want to hear this. Go ahead. Well, okay, it began in fifth grade because my teacher said I could no longer take the spelling tests because I was, because you know, I got them all right. Everything. So then I just, yeah. yeah, so I was grading them. She had me grading the tests. So that's when it started. And I loved every second of it. At the Dalton school? Before, that's how I had to go to Dalton. My mom was like, oh, no, 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 no. You got to go to Dalton because they put you to work at this Catholic where was, school. Where was the, yeah, where was the other school? This was St. Charles in Harlem, like a Catholic school in Harlem. Okay. So then they went to Dalton. Did you start grading the papers there too? Absolutely not. They were like, <laughs> sit in the corner. <laughs> stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, stop crying for all, all six years that you went there, however long you were there. Uh, and then what about in college? Were you ever a TA? So once I graduated, I was a grader for intro film at my college. And it was like, just like, you know, I did it kind of as like a money-making, you know, side gig. Yeah, so that's a job just being a grader, a paper grader. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the, the class was like, you know, 250 kids. So he just had somebody, like we would do the initial grading and he mm-hmm. would do obviously the fine tooth grading. But he said I was very harsh. He was yeah. like, Naomi, 
These are freshmen. You got to give them a bit of a curve. You see that? That's my shtetl clairvoyance coming in saying, you do not <laughs> want Naomi at Paragon grading your paper, unless, of course, you care about being the best. Absolutely. Then you want that red pen right on that paper right there. And then, and a compliment. for Did you give comments too or you just circled things? Well, we he told us we had to do it in pencil so that if we were – he was like not in agreement, yeah. he could erase it. <laughs> how, much do they, how much do they pay you to be a grader? I don't remember. It wasn't anything too big. Maybe a thousand for the semester. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, but still, I was like, hey, I got to make some side hustle yeah. out here and for check, these improv check. classes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right, dear, continue. I apologize for interrupting okay. you. Um, fast forward to the day before I'm supposed to leave. He is repeatedly asking me if I want things from around their house because they, they need to have their house empty in two weeks. Okay. I politely decline, but he keeps asking, and I'm sorry, but it's all of their junk that he's shoving on me. Mm-hmm. I am not a trash removal service, and I am already taking this bunny. My friend then discloses to me that if the bunny is too much, her mother could maybe take it. Uh-huh. Not sure why this wouldn't have been the first choice. My friend and her fiance are due to come down in two weeks and stay with her mother, five minutes from me, mm-hmm. before their flight from JFK. She has oh, well, the aud- well, this is already going to have happened by the time we answer this question, but we'll answer it anyway. She has the audacity to ask me if just her fiance can stay at our house for the weekend because he isn't comfortable at her mother's house. Uh-huh. I said I would have to check my schedule. I am planning on saying no. We've uh-huh. been friends for 10 years and I would do anything for her, but not for him. Uh-huh. As of right now, I am home with this bunny. He is cute, but he lives in her basement in the dark with about five minutes of interaction a day, so he's not the most well-adjusted bunny. Keeping a bunny in a basement's horrible. I know. It's like, why did you have it? That's it's terrible. A, it's much better to keep a bunny outside, even if it's mm-hmm. a little cold. They need that. They, that's what their coat is for. That's what they, I mean, they need that. They need that's fresh crazy. air. This is horrible. wild. Go on. My, my question is, do you think my friendship can survive this distance me denying her fiancé our guest bedroom for a weekend, and possibly giving this bunny to her mother? I am overwhelmed and a bit disappointed in how she handled all of this. Thank you for always making me smile. Marta. I'm a bit disappointed in how she handled all of this. Mm-hmm. You know... Relationships can be very revealing about people. And oftentimes the thing that bothers us the most about people is what they'll take, what their Mm. threshold is. So you think, I have a friend, I'm like my friend, we're like each other, two peas in a pod, same kind of people. We both like this, we both like that. We both don't like this. We both don't like that. We both say, stand up for ourselves and say this or that. And then there is what people will take in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And the real problem is that this whole situation has made you lose respect for your friend. Yep. And that is the question of what – that is the question about whether you can – whether it can survive that not whether it can survive wherever the goddamn bunny lives. She could get less, by the way. She lived in a basement before. Exactly. And she and she asked her to just take it. Yeah. Probably you can take a bunny to Germany if you want to. I don't know, but you could probably look into it. You could take a dog. You can take a cat. Who knows? Exactly. Exactly. You put it in quarantine. You can do but it. But it's a bunny. 
Okay. She shouldn't have even gotten the bunny in the first place, probably. But my point is, is this. That's your problem here. You don't respect the fact that your friend is moving her whole life across the world to maybe or maybe not marry some guy, which you've coined an adventure, pardon me. (laughs) Some guy who didn't pay for the ring and tells an untrue story because he believes, whether it's shameful or it's not shameful, he believes there is something shameful about the fact that he cannot afford this ring, that there is a bit of a fuss going on here. Right. And the lack of truthfulness of all of that is driving you insane. And right. that you see as indicative of what he brought into her life and therefore by extension into your life. And that is bothering you because you thought your friend was quote unquote better than that. Right. Or deserved more than that. And she may be quote unquote better than that, or she may deserve better than that, but she's happy settling for this. Right. Right. And that's the part where there's nothing to say. You're not writing to us saying, should I confront my friend? So fair enough. You probably Mm -hmm. already know that. But your friend has diminished herself in your eye. She has lost esteem. Mm -hmm. And so you either need to find a new place to put her or you need to find a temporary shelf for her to live on until she comes back (laughs) from Germany in four and a half months and says, can I get my bunny back? And you say, it'd be a lot easier if you just pick up your bunny and your old couch from your mother's house. So I left the, <laughs> so I left the bunny there. So you didn't have to make two trips, <laughs> even though my mother lives five minutes away. But you, all, by the way, the bunny, you just have to say, I thought I could handle the bunny. I really can't handle the bunny. I'm worried I'm not going to be able to be home to take care of the bunny. You mentioned that your mother could take the bunny. I'm just going to give the bunny bunny to a rescue, a rehoming facility, a farm. This bunny could do better than a bunch of people who are passing around like hot potato. Because you had a bunny in the, you had it in the basement, so you didn't care. Someone will have a bunny. You have no idea. So it's like, also, you say you can. The mother could maybe take it. Does the mother want a bunny? Does the money? The mother know how to take care of a bunny? Stop putting it on everybody else. You need to Google where do I give my bunny away to someone who wants it. And if she gets mad about the money, you just have to say, "I have to remind you, it wasn't my bunny. I didn't choose to get a bunny. I'm right. happy to take care. I, I love creatures, so I was trying to be magnanimous. But the truth is, the reason I don't have a bunny is because it doesn't fit into my life to have a bunny. So I don't really want a bunny." But I'm happy right. to hold on to this bunny until we find the right home for this bunny. It could be your mother's house if you'd like to see it when you can get back. Or I can help you if you contact a couple of rescue organizations. I'm happy to do the handoff, field the emails, mm-hmm. whatever it is, if you feel like it. Right. But you could also, within your rights, which I never would, but you could say, come tell your mother to come get this bunny. Or right. I'm going to drop it off somewhere you don't want me to. Right. Because I didn't right. ask for a bunny. Well, also, I'm going to say this, you know, someone with two cats. Yeah. We don't know how those cats are going to vibe with that bunny. Because if we talk about bunnies, no, you said it's like I don't high like bunnies and cats prey, together. Those cats may chase that bunny. Like your house may get real hectic and a real well, National Geographic. Well, what is going to happen is that bunny is going to continue to live an unsatisfying life in it. I mean, of course, they're in a hut. You call it a cage, call it whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all day. But the bunny should be able to come out and hop around a little bit. And it's mm-hmm. with the two cats that, I mean, the bunny could absolutely have a heart attack who knows right right exactly but whatever the case is find a new home for the bunny if she gets upset with you there's a very calm way to say look 
I love the bunny. I'm happy to find a place for the bunny. The reason I don't have a bunny is because it it just, I can't give it the care that it requires. So right. happy to help you out for a little while, but the bunny's going to be gone by September 1st or whatever right. it is. The friendship that was, we visit each other two times a year. We've been best friends for 10 years. Da, da, da. That phase is over now. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're entering a new phase. We're entering the Teutonic phase now. We're moving to Germany <laughs> and entering the Teutonic phase. And she's going to figure out whatever she's going to figure out about this guy. And he sounds like a pain in the ass. And he mm-hmm. sounds like he's arrogant. And he sounds like he knows better than everybody. And the fact that she, he can't get along with her mother for three minutes is such a bigger problem yep, than I the fact that he can't, can't, can't get along with you. And no, the lying about the ring, the her buying it and getting paid back. And again, the lying about it, this is a problem in as much as the friend said it makes her sad, right? Like we all have our different levels, but the friend is sad about it. So you got, you with a man, first of all, you bought yourself a ring to be with a man who is now making you sad about the whole damn endeavor. And so that's not good. He can't deal with your mother for a weekend and you trying to make a life. That's not good. Thank you. Please, that's the quote of the episode. He can't deal with your mother for the weekend and you're trying to make a life. That is exactly the quote of the episode. That is the point of the whole thing. Right. (laughs) And he doesn't compromise with anyone is the other thing. He's difficult. He's a difficult person. But for some reason, she has decided this is what she wants. Can he stay at your house for two days? Who cares? If you want him to, he can. If you don't want him to, if you really want the friendship to be over, then of course you can say yes to stay at a hotel or whatever. He needs whatever to stay with your is. mother. He needs to stay with your mother and then let that relationship be over. You see what I'm saying? It's like, quite frankly, it makes no sense in the world that he would need to stay close. If I was her mom, I'd be like, why is he over there? You're like, like the whole thing is just funky. No, it makes so stop no supporting sense. things that make no sense. You could, but I think you should say that to your friend. I do. I mean, you could say it or not. You could say it in two ways. You could say it by saying he can't stay with us, or you could say it also by saying he can't stay with us. And don't you think it's kind of problematic that he can't spend two days with your mother? But if you don't want to say, though, be that person and you don't have to be the looking glass and you don't have to do all that. But I think by saying, oh, that weekend's not good for us or whatever it is, you're sending the message that Mm -hmm. this isn't kosher, whatever this is. Not kosher. But your friend's going a long way to learn some lessons. I can tell you that. I hope it's a nonstop flight to JFK. Of course there is. But, I mean, that is, you know, this whole thing's going to blow up. And probably the less you say, the better, because she's going to have to, as we were talking about uh, in our conversation before, you got to leave the door open for her a little bit because she's going to have to come crawling back. She's going to, she's getting rid of her home in Maine. She's mm-hmm. going to have nothing. She have to start all over again after this guy. And that is a humbling experience and it will be hard for her. And you can absolutely let us stay with you for a couple of days then. Or you can just say to her very carefully, very plainly, which is true. Sometimes things don't work out. What can we do to help you out? And I think that will be, because that's what's coming whenever it comes. But don't make her feel like she has to stay in Germany because she embarrassed herself in front of all of her friends because da, 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 da. She's caught up in the moment. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I always think honesty too. Like, as you said, you don't say anything mean, but at the same time, I think honesty more so too around this bunny. Hey, I can't manage this. 
as opposed to you keeping a bunny, being resentful about it the whole time. I go to that the, will end the friendship. Well, the bunny, okay. the bunny is absolutely the symbol for this whole situation. Right. I could not agree with you more about that. I mean, and I think you're right about being honest. You don't have to overspeak. Yep. But you can say, no. Can he stay with you? No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think it's I think it's a little weird that he can't stay at your house. Well, you know, he and my mother did it. Okay, but he can't bite his tongue for two days. Exactly. I mean, exactly. You know, give us something to think about without ruining. Thank life. you. He's yeah. leaving on a jet plane. He should be able to behave for two days before he leaves. Your mother, I know your mother's crazy, but I mean, two days. You know, come on. <laughs> I hope he enjoys the Ramada Inn next to JFK. Like <laughs> All right, we have one more question. This is sort okay. of a complicated one. I saved it for you because I thought you'd have a good insight here. I couldn't possibly trust Brian with, to answer this question. <laughs> and then we're, keep in mind, we're going to do our giveaway. Yeah. Okay, we're going to speed through this one. Dear Rana and Brian and wonderful guest, capital W, initial caps, capital W, capital G, may as well be a capital N, a capital E, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> if applicable. Absolutely is never been more applicable than wonderful guest Naomi Ekparian. Oh. Thank you for your funny, intelligent, and insightful podcast. I enjoyed it so much. I joined the clubhouse and the social club, which I can't wait for. Three exclamation is. points. Terrific. By the way, sign up now. July 1st is the last day. July 1, the last day you can sign up for July. Because Naomi, we're curating this. You understand? Exactly. We yes. only have, while well, we sold out the first box. I barely made a big stink about that, but it completely sold out, all of our supplies. And so in order to make a curated experience, I need to know how many people. It's like throwing a dinner party or throwing exactly. a steak dinner. How many people are coming? I need the RSVPs for the club at yep. the beginning of the month so I can make sure the experience is everything that it should be. Mm-hmm. Just for those members, for that curated experience for those specific members. Absolutely. I need your advice for a problem I'm having. My alias for this letter is Jen. Okay, Jennifer Garner, TV show alias. I'm on board. I have a husband and two teenagers in high school. Okay. My family and I have befriended a young person here alone from South Africa over the last four years. She was an au pair and I sponsored her visa switch to a student visa. Okay. She has spent several holidays and vacations with our extended family, especially during COVID. Okay. Okay. Family friend, ex-babysitter. That's, I'm adding that. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out where she is exactly in the hierarchy. Right. She, but like she says, was an au pair, but not their au pair. You see what I'm saying? But we're going to get, because that's what I want to know. Well, that's a great question. I assumed she was their au pair, but maybe you're right. I befriended a young person. She was an au pair and I sponsored her visa to switch to a student visa. Excellent point, Naomi. So that's what we need to know. Yeah. Well, what's going on here? Exactly. Exactly. I assumed she was their au pair, then became a student, but we'll see. Okay. This already feels like, uh, you know, single yeah, math that rocks the cradle yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. Her plan is to attend nursing school in the fall. She was accepted as a transfer student into two nursing programs. One is quite pre- prestigious, University of Mercedes. The other <laughs> is a, The other is a well, oh, I see. These are the aliens. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. Oh, I see. 
You know, I you know, I thought to myself, why would they tell us the name of the programs? <laughs> Univ- Univer- how silly is that? University Mercedes, and the other is a well-respected state school, University Volvo, okay. which is less expensive. However, her plan to take out a student loan, because uh, her plan to take out student loans became compromised when all private lenders required a co-signer. My husband and I agreed to co-sign the loan for University Mercedes since she was desperate. But when my financially savvy husband realized that the monthly payment of borrowing $80,000 a year, wow, that's expensive, at 7.4% interest for three years would cost her $2,000 a month for 15 years. Mm. And the total repayment could be almost $400,000. I'm getting sick just thinking about that. I know. He had to tell her that not that 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 not only was this not a smart decision for us to make, but was not smart for her either. Why did he have to tell her? She doesn't have a father. Look, she's by herself from South Africa. She doesn't have anybody who can tell her the intricacies of Money management, I get that. Think about like all the young people where you're like, we all took out student loans and now we're gonna be I poor for the rest of our lives. But she has a telephone. I mean, I don't know what her, <laughs> I don't know what her private, her personal life is. Whether she's close with the family, not close with the family. I don't know what. I'm just trying to discern what role these people are playing in her life exactly. They are wise white people. Okay, these are wise whites who said, let me tell you how it is. I wish I had them. I wish I was their family friend. They could tell me what to do about money, Rhonda. Well, let's keep going and find out. (laughs) Our solution was to quickly find another BSIN program. Our solution. Her visa has certain restrictions as to which type of university she can attend. I found one that costs $20,000 tuition a year plus room and board. University H&M. Wow, so we're not even in cars anymore. Now we're well, in the, clothing. Yeah, they should have stuck with cars. It's disappointing to me that they didn't say University Toyota, something like that. <laughs> she applied and they accepted her within two weeks. Sure, they did. Right. She already got into University Mercedes. Right. This school she would attend for a semester, then take the nursing exam and have to be accepted into the nursing school, which will then be two years. In contrast, at the other two schools, she was accepted to the School of Nursing already. Okay. Okay. Well, for okay, I, I can't worry. Uh, one semester, that's fine. It only puts her behind a semester, right? Mm-hmm. We've decided to loan her the money each semester at a lower interest rate instead of borrowing the money. In case mm-hmm. it all goes south, I'd rather be owed $90,000 than owe someone else three times that. Okay. My husband and I have a very middle-class income with me working part-time since my children were born. We have savings and assets that we will use to pay towards our children's college tuition, and we have retirement savings, pensions, and a 401k. It's still a big risk for us. She is now very upset in a polite way and is kind of freaking out. She has strongly suggested that she wants to attend the University of Volvo instead of the University of H&M. She's calling and texting and emailing with schemes and plans about how she can go to the University of Volvo so that it will cost the same to us as the University of H&M. Huh. Hold on. We're going to have to go back up to that. Mm -hmm. We would prefer to go forward with the University of H&M because it will be the least expensive. We figured that at the end of the day, she will have a BSRN degree and can start a career in the States. Here's the question. 
I'm not sure why she's so upset about changing schools. You're not. And maybe it doesn't. And maybe it doesn't matter why she's upset. It doesn't. But should we agree to pay for her to go to the University of Volvo and hope that his schemes come to fruition or insist that she go to the University of H&M? Thank you. How much is the Volvo school? Well, this is the thing. They're saying both school, well... Well, that was different. You're right. 80 grand. One's 20 grand a year and one's 80 grand a year. But 80 grand, though, they're saying is Mercedes, right? When they agreed to co-sign the Mercedes loan, that was going to be 80,000 a year. Volvo is somewhere between 80 and 20. So let's say it's like 45. But she's saying she has a scheme to make Volvo the same price as H&M. Well... I think the anyway. problem is that they both require the cosigner, right? Volvo requires the cosigner. And that's not what they want to do. The problem is, why on earth did you get into a financial arrangement with this person? That's This the, is what the, I was about to say. The problem. Yeah, let's hear it. Give it to them, Naomi. Well, I think like do any of these schemes she has involve scholarships? Yes. I would hope that uh being uh, I don't know which kind of South African she is. Is she an Elon Musk South African or not? Yeah. But if she is, yeah. you know, an African woman applying to school, are there any sort of scholarships or grants she could get? Even if yes. it means she waits a semester to actually, you know, qualify and get those funds. Because yes. that to me is the first step. See how much she could get for free. Yes, absolutely. 100% yes. If she's such a good student... Mm-hmm. That she got into the University of Mercedes. Why can't she get a big financial package from the University of Volvo? Is my question. That's, that's the question. You can usually say to them, I have an offer from Princeton and I have an offer from BU. And you go to BU and you say, I'm going to go to Princeton if you don't give me some financial aid. I mean, it's not quite that simple. But they usually say, wow, we want a terrific, talented, great student like you who has the ability to go to another school to come to our school because that lev- that levels us up as an institution. Right. I feel whatever this energy is they've put into the student loans, it does not feel that they've put that energy into the scholarships, et cetera. Let's, let's assume that they have, mm-hmm. Okay. Let's just assume they've turned every rock over. And this girl who's from out of the country, tested high enough to go to all of these schools, really obviously feels committed to and wants this career. She got into the habit of nursing schools. And you don't know why it bothers her that you're telling her that she has to go to UMass instead. You don't see how there's nothing in your own life that you've ever wanted, that you got into the top, top thing. And somebody said to you, your parents, by the way, who are acting as surrogate parents in this situation, told you too bad, you'll have to go do this. You don't look, sometimes that's life, but you don't know why that's disappointing to her. Exactly. 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 And I think though, this is where sometimes too, you can get that paternalistic view of sort of like, well, at least you get to go to school in America as though like she shouldn't want more. In yeah. a way. And you're like, or rather, we're going to give you some money. Just take it. Well, obviously, this person has big dreams and has plans. I'm going to tell you this right now, too. I Google scholarship for nursing students. I found a website called bold.org, and they have given me 39 great scholarships for future nurses. 
And they range, again, I'm just on the first page. They range everywhere from $5,000 to $500. So, again, this isn't even all 39. But there are ways you can get money to come together to make this happen. And I'm not saying you, the writer, have to do that research for her. But you can tell her to do that research so that ultimately, you know, maybe she gets enough scholarships that... University of Volvo costs as much as H&M out of your pocket. And also, why don't you just, why are you making decisions for her about her future? Why don't, if your concern is you have the ability to give her financial advice, that's what you're good at. You don't want to strap her. Welcome to America. You don't want to strap her with a $400,000 debt. I think that's admirable. I think it's smart. I think it's kind of you to give her that advice. This is entirely what is wrong with this country. Mm-hmm. Because in other school countries, you can go to school and the government is excited to pay about it because pay for it because they are enriching their own workforce. Yes. I mean, really, very few places in the world do you end up broke and paying back your indentured servitude for the rest of your life you, like you do in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to your lovely people. Let's get out of that way, out of that out of the way. You have your own life to be concerned about. You are, you are perfectly within your rights to say to her, we can afford to finance $20,000 right. worth of your education a year. That's right. what we can afford. You make your own decision. Exactly. If she wants to go find the $60,000 somewhere else with her scholarship, so this or that, that is entirely up to her. If she wants to say, well, in that case, I will go to H&M because everything will be paid for. And then I know. Mm-hmm. That is up to her. She is an adult. She is not your child. Even though you've known her for four years and you have infantilized her in some ways or adopted, however you want to put it, taken (laughs) her on family vacations, this, that. So I'm sure you have a lovely vacation with this young, relationship with this young person. You're not her parents, but you're certainly acting like them. And you are judging her decision. And it is not for you to determine the course of her future. That is my opinion. You right. can give your opinion. And it's interesting to me, why is she complaining? I think it's really telling that she, I mean, I don't know in what way she's complaining. Right. But I find it encouraging that she's pushing back because she's saying, I want to be a nurse at Mass General Hospital. I don't right. want to be a nurse at County General Hospital. Right. And I can be. I want to be a pediatric oncology nurse. Yep. I don't want to be whatever. I mean, I don't know know enough about nurses. All nurses are wonderful. I don't know enough about nurses and nursing schools to say this one's better than the other and that these are low quality nurses and these are high quality nurses. But I think we've all hopefully encountered one really terrific nurse in our time. Yes. And that goes hand in hand with a certain kind of treatment. If you are really specialized, I mean, if this is really, it seems to me every step of the way she's saying, she's reaffirming, this is what I want. You're saying to her, you just want to come to America and work. And she's saying, I really want to do this specific thing and be good at it. Well, it's also like, too, it's not even about necessarily the kind of nurse she, like, in terms of the quality of her actual skill as much as you know how it is. Any school, it's about the networking, it's about the pipeline. And that's usually, if anything, why people go to school in the first place. Because it's less about what you, I mean, nursing is different, but Lord knows, it's like, I study film. Who really cares? Except for the fact that people recognize the name Wesleyan 
when I walk into certain places, right? So she's saying, I want people to recognize Mercedes because that's going to give me more options coming up. So that also... But that she knows that already. Yeah. Yeah. She cares. Otherwise, she could just go to community college or wherever. But I think because she's South African, she may not be savvy enough to know that it's a financial aid game in the United States. Mm -hmm. By the way, she is African. Whether yeah. she's white or she's black, yeah, she's yeah, African. yeah. No, no, no. I know, I know. I just imagine you know an Elon Musk type. Oh no, I completely <laughs> agree with the joke. You, I mean, I'm not even the joke. The observation. I'm just saying when it comes right. to the standards for some of these scholarships, you can be a white Latina or a right. non-white exactly. Latina. You're yeah, still yeah, yeah. a Latina, right? And they right. will accept your application, and they yep. will look at it, and they will consider these incredible grades that she had, these incredible test scores, and they will want her at their place. I'm right. just saying that she has an advantage coming from the right. outside. Yes, 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 yes. She's got some options, definitely. I'm not comparing, you know. <laughs> I think we're saying the same thing. But yeah, 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 we my are. point is, she's just not some girl from Iowa. She's a girl from Africa that wants to come yeah. all this way to do this thing. Yeah. And if you really want to be helpful to her, you will say, this is what we can do without stretching ourselves. Mm-hmm. We hope that's helpful. Take it or leave it. Yep. And uh, we can call Mercedes. We can call Volvo. We can call H&M. Well, not call H&M. She's not interested in H&M. But we can call Mercedes. We can call Volvo. And we can ask them, who is the scholarship counselor? Who yep. is the person? Because they have offices of people that, that help with those things. At these, yeah. If it's a private, or not even private, but if it's a good university. Right. They have a person that helps with these things. And can you give us some guidance, et cetera, et cetera? Or you can do a Google like Naomi did. But often hospitals sponsor these kind of scholarships, mm-hmm. nursing students. If there's a hospital that's associated with the with the nursing school, which of course there is, mm-hmm. they have scholarships for students doing certain kind of work. There are ways to do this. You just have to be savvy enough and committed enough to right. do the digging. And so right. really what you're saying to her is, we're happy to giving you a little help and a leg up, but we're also testing your metal a little bit about how committed you are to this. Yeah, I agree. And again, like, we're not trying to be like, well, duh, there's scholarships. It's simply because given this letter, that's like the one thing you didn't mention. You just mentioned like the money you could give her. And then you said, too, it's like, well, we have a very middle class income. It's still a big risk for us. Well, you shouldn't be out here taking big risks with your two children. Of your own and your own lives. Absolutely not. And I'm sure this girl's lovely, but we don't know any, she's young. Yeah. And we don't know anything truly. I feel like we have indications about how seriously she's taking this. But I think this is the whole problem with financial aid anyway and student loans is that you take a loan when you're very young and no Mm -hmm. one understands what it really means. And then you turn 40 and you're still paying back your student loan. Even if you've had a great job for for eighteen years, yeah, and so she doesn't really understand what she's stepping into, right? And by the way, I wonder if the South African government has a scholarship for a kid like this. I wonder if it's worth also calling the South African consul or something and saying, "Hey, do you know anything about this? Are there grants? Are there scholarships? Are there this? Are there that?" For students yeah. studying abroad at incredibly prestigious universities in specific right. professions. And we're and talking STEM, say, honey. This is a woman in STEM. A woman they, in STEM? There is money there. They might say, we'll pay for the whole thing. She has to come home and work for two years. Right. I mean, yep. let's get creative. 
But yeah. absolutely, Naomi's right. Don't put your family at risk over this just because you want to help a young person. I mean, do what you're capable of doing and that you feel comfortable doing, or don't yeah. do it at all. Also yeah. fine. Yep. And if she, it was never your job to pay for her to go to nursing school. If she right. can't get the loans and it doesn't work out, that's not on you. That was her right. choice to do this thing, and she has to figure it out. And that's part of growing up. Yeah. Yeah. So there. Part of life in America, honey. They don't want uh, you to I do want to say, I think I misread one thing, though. I'm not sure what? why she's so upset about changing schools, and maybe it doesn't matter why she's upset. I think perhaps what they meant was maybe it's not my place to judge her being upset about it. I sort of said, and maybe it doesn't matter why she's upset. Of course it matters why she's upset. And I believe it matters, but I don't know that our person was dismissing her feelings. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they were dismissing, but I also don't know, like, I saw, I'm still, I'm stuck on the first half, which is I'm not sure why she's so upset. I'm like, as you said, you're not? Like, come on. We all know. We all know. She (laughs) is not your child and she is not a child, but she is a young adult. And it is not your job to guide her through these decisions in life. If you want to make an offer to her, she could take it or leave it. You pick what is comfortable for you and Mm -hmm. you stop judging her decisions and her disposition and her this and that, or you say, we're out. Yeah. Figure it out. We're so excited for you to come stay with us anytime. We can come do your laundry here. Yes. Yes, exactly. All right, dear. This is the time in our program where we wrap it up. Yeah, Whew, we change lives. I don't know how you do this every week. My God. Takes a lot out of you, Naomi. They don't does. understand. People don't understand how much I give of myself, truly. What can <laughs> I say? It is truly a gift that I give to others. What can I say? It is. Uh, okay, so we have got won't play games, mm-hmm. literally, pardon mm-hmm. me, the cat and the dog, otherwise known as the cat and the dog, <laughs> uh, the bunny, the cat, the dog, mm-hmm. the bunny, and the nurse. Those are the letters we've got today. Who do you have a feeling for today? I don't know. You know, because everybody to me is really, I feel like they have made their own problems. Yeah. So I don't really feel like they need to have much. However, of the trio, I do think that the person, I think Milton really wanting something yeah. from his Milton's partner. Milton's having a hard time, yeah. Milton's having a hard time. It's like a little, yeah. like it's sweet. Like obviously I'm roasting he Milton. can't get I'm, past it. Can't get past it. It's like hard to feel that disconnect with your lover. I'll say this about Milton. We basically said to Milton, get over it. Stop bugging her. That's what we said. <laughs> yes. But it is hard because it's a little bit of an introvert, extrovert relationship that we're discussing. And cats can love dogs and dogs can love cats, but they're not the same creatures. And so it is, as you say, a disconnect in the sense that he just wants, and maybe he can play this for her, by the way, If and maybe she cares and maybe she doesn't care. She does not have to. She's under no obligation. But it is a disappointing thing. You know, it would be hard for me. Well, it's not true. I was going to say it'd be hard for me to spend time with someone who doesn't ski. But mm-hmm. Mr. Cleveland doesn't ski, but he's happy to hang out at the lodge. So he'll yes. take that ski vacation. Mm-hmm. We have found, he doesn't say, why are you dragging me somewhere? Right. Why are you? He says, I'll bring a book, I'll have a hot toddy, and I'll be there when you're done. Absolutely. Would I enjoy having him on the slopes? 
Not really. He doesn't ski well. <laughs> I'd rather ski by myself or with a friend. I mean, that mm-hmm. is the truth. But he's there at the end of the day. And you have mm-hmm. to try and decide what's ultimately important in this life. But I do feel a bit sad for Milton. I get it. It's in his DNA. It's part of his family story. It's his when Harry met Sally story that he's told himself his whole life. And Mm -hmm. maybe, by the way, if Mildred could see it that way, she would complain a little less on, you know, your birthday when she agrees to play a game or (laughs) when you go on a vacation, she agrees to play a game. Maybe she could you know, find a way forward there. But the other two letters, I I feel like sending a letter, I almost feel like sending a letter, a, a gift rather, to the other person in the letter that they're writing in about. Right, exactly. I want them to give that South African girl a letter. Yeah, I be, feel like, like sending a her a gift. Yeah. Exactly, send a gift. I mean, send her a gift or be like, okay, girl, you decided to move with this German man who don't like your mama. You might want yeah, to I feel like sending her a one-way ticket back. Exactly, yeah. Or I really want to buy the bunny a gift, to be honest with you. That's, or the mother who has to take care of the bunny. That's really who I want to buy the gift for. Uh, I wouldn't mind sending the bunny some greenies or whatever bunnies eat. Dogs yeah. eat greenies. I don't know what bunnies eat. Carrots, I suppose. <laughs> Carrot chips. Uh, okay, what are we going to send Milton? It's oh, tough. Well, see, that's that's we're not you. sending. You're the one. We're not sending him a design a gaming count console. I can tell you that because he already got one of those <laughs> and he took it back and he thought it was a generous gift and he didn't understand that it was a gift that said go to your room. <laughs> it was a gift that said stop bothering me. That yeah. is what that gift was. Yeah. Uh, what does Milton need? Milton needs companionship. You know what we're going to send? Now he already has it. I was going to say we'll send Milton a subscription to the New York Times crossword puzzles. Uh-huh. But he already has that. Milton has yep. everything game-related. He doesn't need anything game-related. Maybe something to calm him down, because when it comes to gaming, he's keyed up or he's hypersensitive around this issue. Is there something that can sort of take some of the pressure off the gaming experience, thereby enticing Mildred? Or something is, what could Milton do to entice Mildred? What was on his list of things that he loves to do? Okay, you know what? We're going to send Milton and and Mildred. What? Well, she loves spaghetti, he said. (laughs) A bowl of spaghetti. Is that right? I swear to God, if you describe, if if Andy were to describe me as somebody who loved a bowl of spaghetti, I would actually leave him. There is, I'm going to have to look it up. There is a... um, Italian uh, store in the Bronx. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm looking it up now. I'm trying to remember. It was one of our. It was one of our Ronica gifts, uh, maybe two years ago. Um, and hold on, mail order. Let me put it in. Cynthia Dupriestwini screaming at me right now because she knows the name <laughs> right off the top of the head. She knows it. Uh, it was one of our. One of our, anyway, it was one of our boxes, uh, one of mm-hmm. our uh, uh, Ronica things. And we're going to send them a gift box. I think it's called oh, Gustiamo. Nice. Yes, Gustiamo. There it is. Okay. We're going to send them a gift box from Gustiamo. And they're going to either that, we'll either send them the gift box from Gustiamo or there's a place in LA called John and Vinny. And they, oh, do, yeah. a, they, and they do a penne vodka gift box. So it has all the ingredients to make penne alla vodka. 
and it has like a bottle of wine from Helen's, which is the wine okay, place. We and I'm going to send one or the other. And they're going to sit down and they're going to make a bowl of spaghetti together, make a beautiful meal that. together. Mm-hmm. And they're going to discuss how they're going to move. They're going to negotiate the settlement <laughs> for when she's going to play game. They're going to listen to this episode and they're going to negotiate the settlement for when she's going to play games with him. And she's going to agree to take her grudgment, her begrudgment down 20%. Or uh-huh. she's going to tell him, this is a non-starter. Right. But let's move on from whatever this deadlock we're in right now. Yes. And let's find a new way forward. That's beautiful. That's, That's my gorgeous. Gift. I love it. And they're going to watch Hacks on HBO Max uh, all over again, <laughs> of course, so we can get the <laughs> algorithm up on that. Uh, okay. I want to remind everyone, Netflix, get the algorithm up. There it is Thank for the you. Naomi Ekperigan, David Letterman. There they are in one sentence together. Special. <laughs> pardon me. Uh, and we want to tell people, ask Ron at socialclub.com. Sign up now. July 1st is the last day that you can sign up for the July yes. box. The June box sold out. I already have to go back to all of my vendors in the middle of this incredible supply chain shortage and try and top myself for July, pardon me. Mm-hmm. The drink, drink that we have coming up, which is, of course, a surprise, is fantastic and very personal to me. Ooh, I'll just say that. Uh, and we're going to have the Kiki, of course, which is really what they're paying for. I mean, right. imagine if they were just buying a ticket to a live show. It would cost almost as much as the club yes. costs. Yes. It's a bargain. As I keep telling people, I'm going to sign up for either Cameo or OnlyFans. Do you think I should set an OnlyFans? Yes. Oh, my God. And I think you could like answer people's questions. $1,000 a question. Well, this is what I'm saying. I am going to start a Patreon tier that's $15,000 a month, and I'll give you one... <laughs> Session for $15,000 a month. But I, if I said it in OnlyFans, what would be on my OnlyFans? I mean, first of all, it would have to be like, you know, you're paying for like to go inside the carriage house to get around That's there, true, right? Yeah, like yeah. you're paying to maybe hear from Yadvina and get some inside tea. Oh, you're absolutely paying. not. She's too preoccupied with the war. But I, but like, this is the stuff that people are like, we want, they want to be part of your world. Okay. They want to be a part of your world. They want to be I want inside. to know, write to me at askron at gmail.com. If I did my OnlyFans, what do you want to see on my OnlyFans? That's what I want to know. And don't say, you know, tit or something like that. You, you yeah. know better. They better know better. If they come in with some nonsense, you out. You out. D- delete. <laughs> uh, askronacoffee.com. It's still as delicious today as it was when we started brewing it. I'm not kidding. The coffee's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have our carriage house blend, which is the original blend, which is like an elevated Dunkin' Donuts. It's so delicious. And then shades of vanilla, which everyone is cold brewing for summer and iced shades vanilla. Mm. Love, love, love. Uh, and that's what we have to say for ourselves. Okay, Naomi, you read the cliffhanger. Okay. Okay. And they'll join us on patreon.com slash askrana to hear the answer. But I don't know if you'll be there. It might be Brian who's answering it. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, I'll be listening regardless. Yeah, Either yeah. way, I'm in. Okay? Yeah. All right. Dear Rana, Brian, and Nigella Lawson, not here. Okay? Oh, but we should get her. That would be good. Yeah, if she's open to it. Yeah. Yeah. Stunning. I appreciate all of you. You can call me Danny. About seven years ago, I met Gennaro. We both moved to the same small town at around the same time. Okay. Grinder did its magic, and we met. Hmm. We hit it off while keeping things innocent. Lots of sushi dates. Ty, playing cards in bars, spending a good portion of time in that space that's more intimate than friendship, but not intimate enough to define the relationship as anything stronger. Mm-hmm. Although, there were goodnight kisses. 
okay? Mm-hmm. After drink, there were goodnight kisses after drinks on a couple of occasions. Okay. I kissed him, but I was too chicken shit to pursue him any more than that. He made it clear he would be receptive to something more, but I hesitated. Mm-hmm. The timing wasn't right, maybe. I don't have a clear reason not to go for him. I just hesitated, okay? Hmm. I started working real early mornings at a bakery, and he moved about 40 minutes away to work on a farm. We lost touch, and just Ooh. like that, everything fizzled. Rural. Cut to a year ago, I go on Grinder and meet Gennaro's younger brother, Tony. Excuse me. We smoked, watched Point Break, and had sex. What a natural wow, this is conclusion. Really, uh, masked, that's the word I've used. This is a real masked situation here. <laughs> yeah. I didn't feel right about it and haven't spent time with Tony since. Now we're up to date. Last week, Gennaro reached out and said he's in town. We met for Ty, which was our first time. We met for Ty, which was the first time we've seen each other in three years. The farm work has been good to him. His arms especially. God damn. Okay. That initial hesitation is gone, and I'm ready to push up on this guy hard. (laughs) Before that happens, I thought I should get some perspective on this and ask, am I out of line? Would that be inappropriate? Tony asked me not to mention the sex to Gennaro, so I haven't. However, Gennaro does know Tony met me through Grindr, so he could very well infer something happened. I don't know. Perhaps the damage is done and I should back off altogether? Uh Please, I would love to hear some thoughts on this mess I've made. For context, I'm in my early 30s, Gennaro is early 40s, and Tony is in the 37 area. Thank you, Danny, who is letting us know names have been changed. Okay. All right. Join us at patreon.com slash askrana. I adore you. Thank you for being here, Naomi Ekparagan. This was a damn delight. I'm you will always be, honored. You give, you're, so, you're clever, you're funny, you're gorgeous. What else is there? Oh, my there? gosh. Successful. Oh my God. <laughs> Brian can only aspire to those things. I know he's going to be so upset. Look, stay on the he, mountain, Brian. Keep when he finding sees yourself. How much fun we're having together. Yeah, he is. It's like, you know, we're going to have to welcome him back. We, we have to welcome him back with sort of warm open arms because it's going to mm-hmm. be hard for him to come back to this after he hears this episode. Yeah. But we love Brian. We miss him. We have to do a, a three coming up soon. Oh, that'll be good. Um, give my love to Andy, Mabel, and the rest of the menagerie. Thank you so, so much. Okay. I dear. hope you're thriving in the carriage house, and I can't wait to see you again. I'll see you at the Kiki. Kiss, kiss. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.